Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Deanne? Yes, this is Deanna Lorraine. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, I'm um, glad to have you on. Uh, thank you for taking time on your busy schedule to come and talk with us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to be on. Did I call the right number and at the right time? No, you're good. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Okay, you're good. Let me before we talk. Let me just introduce my. Let me just um, introduce you to my listeners. So we have uh, the Angela Range. She's running for, I believe, um, Congress for District Twelve in California. Correct. Correct. Yes, against Nancy Pelosi. Right. Okay. Right. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, why you wanted to run for Congress. Sure. Sure. Are we rolling right now? Yes. It's okay. Yeah, no problem. So, so I just felt that, you know, uh, it's, first of all, San Francisco used to be beautiful. I'm born and raised in California and mm-hmm. I used to love my beautiful golden state. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's, it's, it used to be beautiful. And then democratic leadership really have destroyed this place and it's destroyed San Francisco and San Francisco has become ground zero for cultural rot in America. And Nancy Pelosi, I believe is that is the head of that cultural rot. She's the one that's leading the charge. And I decided before I left California to go to another state, I wanted to give it my all to fight for the state that I love. And that's why I wanted to take the fight for what I believe is our nation's soul to the front lines, and that's right to Nancy Pelosi and her doorstep and San Francisco and see what I could do to make a difference here. Um, and, uh, you know, and not just for the district of San Francisco, but the rest of America. Mm-hmm. Now, from what are your views on, if I may ask, what are your views on uh, how Nancy Pelosi is uh, running the country now? And the entire impeachment inquiry to now the actual impeachment situation. What are your thoughts on that? I think she's doing a horrible job. This is a complete mm-hmm. farce. Uh, it is just political theater. That's what this is. And she is running the country into the ground and spending all her time and American tax dollars and resources focused on this ridiculous issue impeaching a president over baseless claims over no reason while the rest of the country, the rest of Americans have real problems that we're suffering with and that we're dealing with. And it's not only um, a a joke, you know, of a, of an impeachment process that she's made it out to be. uh, And that's, it's, it's been revealed to be, 
right? There's there's nothing that he is there's nothing that he did wrong that warrants an impeachment. And we know that they have been saying since day one, even before he became in, he got inaugurated, that they wanted him out of office and they were going to find a way to get him out of office and impeach him. So that just tells you right there that the whole thing is a sham. Uh, but there's real problems that real Americans are dealing with. So many Americans are suffering with opioid addiction, and opioid addiction is ripping through cities across America and tearing families and people apart. There are people that are suffering uh, with jobs, joblessness, homelessness, right? There's a broken family unit in America that is no longer the tight-knit family unit that we used to have, and the family wow. unit is suffering. Yet again, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about how to repair the American family unit. We're not talking about needles, drugs, feces, trash on the streets in our own district. No, all we're doing is focusing on this ridiculous impeachment process, and it's a, a serious disservice to Americans. And that's why I'm outraged. And that's, again, what has fired me up so much to run against her and make a difference. We cannot right. have people like this in office that are traitors to America and that do not have America's best interest at heart. If I may ask, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought the opioid situation up, but if I could take it back for a minute with the impeachment process on um, why they thought that um, he should be impeached. Um, uh, uh, of course, with the uh, the connections with, um, um, with over there with Vladimir Putin and over there with um, the Ukraine president, uh, do you think those uh, allegations were false or do you think there's some truth to it? Oh, I think they were false. First of all, have you have you read the transcript of the phone? Call? I didn't see this. I didn't. I didn't see the transcript. Um, okay. When they were when when the Republican Party was interviewing the um, the prosecutor and the and I forget the other guy's name um, about the mm. documents. That's when I kind of mm-hmm. you know. But and, and, and you can't always believe what the media expect, what the media tells you. So it's you know it's always uh, well, other sides we, to the story. If, well, if we've learned anything from Trump's presidency, I think that every American uh, with an IQ over 50 should uh, should understand that the media is not to be trusted at all. The media is 99.9% biased and hateful against President Trump, and they will spin the, the news in any way that they want to. And if you actually read the transcript, the transcript is extremely uh, fair. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just have, him having a normal conversation with another world leader. Uh, they're making jokes with each other. They're complimenting each other and patting each other's backs. And, uh, you know, and he said, hey, you know, you might want to look into this, which, by the way, is corruption. You know, what he was doing was pointing to the corruption of Jared Kushner, of, uh, sorry, excuse me, of the Biden family. Um, and, and he said, like, like, you might want to look into this. And I think that's a, a perfectly acceptable thing to do. We should want to look into corruption. Um, and we should want to, if, if something doesn't really smell right, we should actually see, hey, you know, what's the paper trail behind this? And there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that at all. And it's certainly not an impeachable offense. What, what is really interesting is what kind of crimes there really were that Democrats are concerned about uh, being exposed um, if if uh, if the Ukrainian uh, president actually did look those up and, and research that a little bit more. So the impeachment, you know, it really does seem like projection, not only just political theater, but projection. Look there where Trump is and not here where our crimes are that we're burning the evidence of real quick. That's really mm-hmm. what it seems like. And let me just say this real quick, too. If, um, if this were Jared Kushner who had used his father's position as president or vice president to secure a job that paid 80000 per month 
I mean, you can bet that the deep state would be showing up at 4.30 in the morning with a SWAT team with Jared Kushner's house, right? And CNN would be there and everyone would be there. It would be this huge deal and he would be sitting alongside Paul Manafort in solitary confinement. But it's not. It's Hunter Biden. And Hunter Biden, of course, is a Democrat, not a Republican. Uh, so they are, they're not even really looking into his crimes. So there's so much bias there. And all, uh, you know, all Trump was trying to do was say, hey, maybe we should research this a little bit more. That is not, that is not worthy of being impeached. Do you – I mean, I just think there also – I have done many polls, okay? I do polls on Twitter every couple of weeks, and I ask this question to Americans. What is the most important pressing issue that's affecting you right now that you think we should work on as Americans? Is it the opioid crisis? Is it, uh, is it, is it jobs? Is it national security? Is it immigration? Is it, is it impeaching the president? And every time, without a doubt, this poll goes to Democrats and Republicans, impeaching the president always comes in dead last by a landslide. And this tells me that – and when I ask people, they say the same, that, that you know, they, they really are concerned about other things that are directly affecting their life and not wanting to focus all their time and energy and tax dollars on impeaching the president. Right. I just went on no, for a long time there. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. Now, if, if we could go back – if we could take it back to the opioid crisis, which has been gone on for a while before it actually hit the, the fan – there's there's a lot of people and, and it's not just you can't just believe there's a lot of with the, the pharmaceutical companies and um you know then then we have the you know the doctors in the hospitals because I mean if if you go to the hospital for let's say I have a migraine headache the first thing they're gonna give you is some it's a controlled substance an opioid to all you know take these for uh, seven days and follow up with your primary care doctor that's like one of the first things that they they do when you go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I just think that that's where it starts. Like if you go to the hospital, and you know you you complain about severe pain. I mean the pain not even be that severe, but you're not either. What I what what my physical therapist told me a long time ago is that when you're taking pain medication, it doesn't it defeats the purpose. It's not helping you. It's it actually destroys you. Right. It's just a band aid. So, right. So you know yeah. it, 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 it's now it's being abused. Dramatically, it's it's abused, and yeah, there has well, to be a way. It's, yeah, it's, it's abused. It's overprescribed as well. You know, a lot of doctors are acting like drug dealers, essentially, um, and mm-hmm. and selling that to the highest bidder. So there's a lot of uh, overprescription going on. There's a lot of abuse going on, and um, and we're not really again, we're just not really dealing with it as a country. President Trump is the first president that's taking this on and really trying to deal with it and making it an issue, making it a national crisis, declaring it as as such a national crisis. President Trump has taken this on. He has also taken on the immigration crisis and said, look, this is not a compassionate thing to to just ignore the crisis at the border. On both sides, for illegal immigrants coming in, they go through a lot of pain and abuse and rape and death going through this treacherous journey to the United States. And it's not compassionate for them to leave this problem unattended to. And it's also not compassionate for Americans who are being affected by illegal immigrants being here as well and committing crimes and things like that. Not all of them commit crimes, but enough of them do where it's a problem. So again, we have a president who's willing and able to 
fix the real problems that Americans are being affected by and dealing with and just fix them as if someone is uh, uh, the president of a company. You know, he's wanting to go in here, just fix them. And most presidents make all these lofty promises and they don't actually deal with them head on and fix them. There's four years that goes by or eight years and nothing actually gets done. That's why I support this president, and that's why I'm in, I'm running for Congress because I believe he needs people in there who are fighters and who will also work to actually get things done, not just fatten their paychecks, not just go and uh, and and go go out for vacations or or drink a lot like Nancy Pelosi does, and not actually work for the American people. Right. So, running for Congress, how can you work for the? For the, for the little man, that for, the, for that individual that gets up every morning to go to work and has to work overtime, maybe 80 hours or plus a week just to make ends meet. How can you help that individual? Yeah, because we, we always see, because when the taxes are raised, majority of the time it affects the lower and middle class people. And it makes well, it harder. I think, it, I think there should be, be tax breaks for the middle class. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I'm, I'm personally wanting to fight for those that don't have a voice and for the forgotten men and women. And I think that, you know, we should have tax breaks for the middle class. Right now, the, the upper class and the lower class, they're widening and the middle class is shrinking. And we, we need to make it easier to be a middle class citizen. And we also need to, to make it easier for people to create businesses, companies um, that lead to job growth. And reward people who create businesses and companies. You know, jobs. Uh, people who have. Uh, we want to make it easier for people to go to college and to pay off their student debt afterwards. You know, these mm-hmm. these are the things that really make it make it a good thing to be an American. That um, for the last couple of decades, you know, we've you know Obama has not really placed a priority on those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. What do you think uh, when uh, when Obama was president? I believe he gave uh, all the individuals that were on maybe Social Security and Disability SSI. I gave them I think two hundred fifty dollars each. What do you think about that idea? Do you think that was a bad idea or a good one? Uh, can you repeat that again? You broke up a little bit. The I'm sorry. The when Obama was president, he gave uh, a check. To all those individuals that were on uh, Social Security, uh, supplemental income, and um, you know, like SSI and disability, I would think it's all of them having two hundred fifty dollars a piece. Do you think that was a positive or a negative? Um, you know, it could be a positive. So you know, mm-hmm. these kinds of things could be a positive. The problem, the problem is really, you know, how dependent do they do they uh, become then on the government? You know, we want to. Mm-hmm. We want to teach people to be self-empowered and take personal responsibility and depend on the government only when they really, really need it. And, and that's, you know, sometimes it calls for that. Um, but we also want people to uh, ultimately depend on themselves and not be dependent on the government. And that that gives them much more power and it gives them much more freedom. You know, and I, I believe that, you know, history can show you that Obama created a generation of people that were much more dependent on the government than they were on themselves. What do you think on, um, I I was reading something where the Department of Agriculture, they were taking away the food stamp 
uh, a lot of them um, were taken away, uh, so a lot of people will be cut from receiving it. Um, what do you think about those people that that uh, that really use that really need it, and some of them are going to be losing it? Um, I, I think that people should, you know, if they qualify for food stamps, I think they should be able to receive food food stamps. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you, you have you have the every you have the everyday parents who can't afford to uh, for child care or can't go because they are single parents, whether it be a mom or dad mm-hmm. that can't go out and you know find a job because they have kids or their uh, system will only pay for one child and they have no one or no family to babysit the children. So I I, I find so I, I advocate for them. Who who can you know who to you who need that those food stamps to supply meals every day for themselves and the children. Right, exactly. I I, th- I think that people who qualify for food stamps um, should be entitled to get food stamps. So I was reading you say you want to help restore love laws uh, in your campaign, correct? Restore laws. No love laws, and what was the other term that you used? I love the the, uh, the slogan that you used uh, on your campaign slogan, "Love Restore Love Laws in America." I believe it was. Oh, uh, I don't know what you were Laws and unity. Right, unity. Right, right. Um, so, um, I, I know you're I know you're running on that. That, that sounds like a good slogan, and I, and I really hope that you can restore and bring I hope help to bring America back to where it was. Yeah. Yes, me too. Well, you know, that's why I'm running. It's because I, I think that we need to get beyond partisan. I think we need to get beyond, you know, uh, left or right or Republican or Democrat and really focus on the issues that all of us are are dealing with. And so many people can get behind. There's so many of us that can get behind and work together on the opioid crisis. There's so many people of us that can work together on the homelessness, trash on the streets, making our cities cleaner. You know, restoring the family unit because the broken family unit has affected every single person, either directly or indirectly in America. Fatherless homes are rampant right now, uh, especially in the African-American family. And these are things that, again, people on the individual level and, um, you know, on a countrywide level. So if we can put policies in place that can help restore, strengthen the family unit and keep marriages together as much as possible, and in the event of divorce, um, have people uh, not be alienated from their parents so we can keep strong relationships, then we can have a much stronger country. And by the way, right. if you want to see my full platform, please go to my website at deannaforcongress.com. That's www.deannaforcongress.com. And you can see my full platform, my policies that I'm championing, and you can donate. And uh, Miss Ian, I, I thank you so much for taking time out of your busy to come in and um, talk with us. We really appreciate you. I, I, I wish you the best, and, and I and I and um, I wish you the best in your campaign. And we, we support you 100. percent Good luck on everything that you're accomplishing. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Right. I appreciate thank you it. So and much. God bless. You too. Thank you. Shout out to uh, Deanne Lorraine for coming on the show. She's a uh, um, Congress a candidate for District 12 in the city of uh, California. For, uh, make sure you guys support her. Let's check out her website and um, let's support her. Let's help 
uh, take America back for those who are on the Republican side. Make sure I'm not supporters and uh, show us some support. And also, don't make a small donation if you can. Uh, I thank all of you guys so much for listening, uh, for tuning in today. I really appreciate you. Uh, happy New Year to everyone. I hope everyone had a good holiday and fresh back to work. I thank you so much. And um, enjoy the rest of uh, – have a good weekend. Uh, I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Um, thank you so much. I thank you guys so much. Um, I'm, I will be celebrating my birthday this weekend, and hopefully I will be um, on air tomorrow. So for my birthday special, there's uh, going to be some giveaways and – so much. So be tuning in tomorrow um, evening, my um, 8 to 12 uh, normal schedule. And uh, thank you so much for listening to me. I really appreciate you. Stay up, stay strong. Peace. If I was just another dusty record on the shelf Would you blow me off and play me like everybody else? If I asked you to scratch my back, could you manage that? Like if we had chicken With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time No, Lucky Land Casino With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.